in 86. And M. Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time for Babysitter's Club Club. Uh, Jack, mm-hmm. before we came in today, we were yeah. sitting on your couch watching viral videos. Yep. Having a bev. Yep. Bevin out. Yep. You and I decided to order mac and cheese. Yeah. You got vegan. I got vegetarian. Mm-hmm. We thought, what better way mm-hmm. to kick off a podcast record yeah. than to just really coat our insides? That's going to just sit right inside your throat cavity, yeah. yeah, which is a technical term. Right. And just be there and be, in some ways, the third man on this podcast. Does vegan, does dia vegan cheese do that as well? Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> It's probably all the oil it they use. Yeah, <laughs> it just it just sits about uh, two inches below my mouth. Yeah, and just waits for its time to it's time to. I'm spring. really feeling it, mm. Baby Nation. If you can sense a certain uh, thickness, sultriness. Yeah, yeah, good. That's the real and fake cheese surging through our digestive tracts. All right, well that's a great way to start. Yeah, Tanner, we read a book today. I did. I did it as well. Okay. Uh, it was a Babysitter's Club book. Yep. And it was a fucking good one. Very good one. Baby Nation, we read a good one today. Good, clean, babysitting, fun. Just pure babysitting. A lot of babies, a lot of babysitters, and a lot of fucking sitting. Mm-hmm. That's what a Christie book promises. Right. And that's what a Christie book delivers. Right. This fell back to an old formula that yeah. we haven't seen in a while, mm-hmm. which was... Some kind of baby contest comes to town. Right. Babysitters get in a fight about it. Yes. Which is like a good... I don't think there's ever been a bad book that was baby contest. Baby causes Babysitter fight. Babysitter fight. Yeah. Dawn and Little Miss Stony Brook. Yep. Uh, Christy and the Mother's Day Surprise. They're like, let's babysit all of the babies. Right. Uh, Science Fair. Christy's Big Day? No, that's the wedding one. Yeah, they babysit all the fucking babies during the wedding. But they don't have a baby contest. They don't pit the babies against one another. Yeah, that's what I liked about this book. They pitted the babies against one another. Right. Mano y mano. And these, when we say babies, we tend to mean the charges. Yeah. But these were literal babies. Yes. They are really scraping the bottom of the barrel in Mm -hmm. Stony Brook now. Yeah. They'll take any baby they can get. This isn't your Jamie Newtons. This isn't your... Vanessa Pikes. These are infant babies. These are infants. They have nothing to say for themselves. No. Some of them are language delayed. Yeah. Even. Yeah. Emily Michelle Brewer Thomas. Thomas Brewer. Right. Who knows? I think probably just Thomas. They're just trying their fucking best, man. Probably just Brewer. And as are we this week, Tanner, trying our best to... Our bodies are filled with fake and real cheese. Yep. And beer, mm-hmm. our hearts are full of love Yep, for these books and for yep. one another. And our mouths are full of words. They're going to... Certainly are. Kind of find their way out of the mouths. Among other things. Yep. Teeth. Yep. Tongues. Th- past the teeth. Yep. And into your ears. <laughs> you know it's a weird, true statement? What? My mouth is full of teeth. Uh, <laughs> yep. My mouth is full of teeth. Teeth and blood. This isn't like a confessional podcast. That's right? true. That's a true statement. <laughs> Good. How about I introduce the show? Okay. Hi, hi. Your body okay. is filled with teeth and blood. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's misleading. <laughs> it's true, though. 
all we are yeah. is vessels yeah. for teeth and blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been another episode of the Babysitter's Club Club podcast. I have been Tanner Green No, no, don't, don't do that because I'm about to introduce the show. Okay. Hi, hi. Hi. And welcome to the welcome. Babysitter's Club Club. I kind of forgot for a second there which word I come in on. So you just you were like, I'm going to hit all the notes <laughs> instead of just sitting back. Yeah. I like that. I like that commitment. Yeah. Hi, hi, and welcome to the Babysitter's Club Club. Club. You, you, can, you gotta... We've been doing this long enough that I feel like you should be able to get a sense of when I'm going to do a yeah. little bit of a grace note, a little yeah. bit of a pause. Right. Let's try it again. Look in my eyes. Yeah. See if you can come in right on time. Yeah. Hi, hi, and welcome to the Babysitter's Club. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even try it, did you? Club. 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 A, a, a podcast yeah. in which – no, Club. now we're in the part where you, you're going to have a part to say. Okay. A podcast in which I, Jack Shepard – Club. <laughs> and my friend over here, Tanner, Tanner Greenring. Good? Yeah. Yep. Talk about the classic novels of St. Anne Matthews Martin of Princeton. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You have nothing to argue with there, right? No, it's it's clean. It's good, clean fun, yeah. what you just did. <laughs> we don't know if she's a princess or not. It's not stated. She's not the type of person to lead with... I think it's safe to assume that she's not. A rank. Not many people are. I have an M.A. Do I introduce myself all the time as Jack Shepard, comma, M.A.? No. Master Jack Shepard? Master Shepard? <laughs> Master of Arts. <laughs> Do you hear me refer to myself as Master of Arts Jack Shepard? No, I assume you just know. And do you hear me refer to myself as Tanner, <laughs> Bachelor of Fine Arts? <laughs> No, but I no, would like absolutely to. not. You wouldn't. <laughs> and neither do we expect anything other than the utmost humility from St. Anne, Matthews right. Martin, princess or not, we don't know. Definitely not. Well, we'll look into it. Yep. I did. She's not. Well, the jury's still out on that one. Moving forward, this week, we read and are about to discuss a book called Christie and the Baby Parade. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know what? That's a grabby book title. Oh, it's so good. If you were new to Babysitter's Club books, you're like, I've heard so much about these Babysitter's Club books, I want to dive in. Where do I start? Mm-hmm. In comic books, Marvel, yeah. the comic book series. I'm familiar. Would give you a point one issue. Spider Man seven hundred and one point one. That's when you know this is a way in. Huh. I didn't know that. And I think if you're scanning the book titles, you're like, Oh god, how do I get in? A book called Christy and the Baby Parade, you know what you're getting. Yeah. You're getting Christy. You're, you're getting, getting babies. babies. You're getting a you're fucking getting a parade. parade. Yeah. Getting babies pitted against one another, yeah. mono e mono. Yeah. Oh, perfect yeah. book. That's why we read these books, ultimately. We like all the stuff that happens on the sidelines. Right. But when it gets down to it, when you get down to brass tacks, right. you want Christy? You want Christy. You want babies? Baby e baby. Babies one against the other. Yeah. That's what we got this week. Um, before we continue... Uh-oh, what's happening? I just can't get into my notes. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm in. We made a huge mistake. What? We're both just phlegm monsters. <laughs> this week's Babysitter's Club Club is brought to you by two living gelatinous <laughs> blobs of phlegm who were idiots who ate mac and cheese before they recorded. Yeah. 
Um, well, and this is the answer to the burning question that you have probably had for many years. Yeah. Does vegan mac and cheese <laughs> make you phlegmy? Make you more or less phlegmy than regular? I'm sitting mac across and from the answer to that. <laughs> it's as much, if not more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told you when we fucking ordered it, man. I, know. I told I you. Have listened to you. I was like, hey, this is Baby Nation. This is a true, actual thing that we happened. We were too excited. This we is... found a vegan mac and cheese restaurant in Jack's goddamn neighborhood. Tanner, I said. Shall we get Chinese food? They have lots of vegetarian and no, vegan Jack, options. No, Jack, we had Chinese food for lunch today. Remember? That's what you said. Yep. In response. And then you're like, ooh, there's mac and cheese. And what did I say? That's going to fuck with their fucking voices yeah. on this podcast that we're about to record. And then you're like, oh, I already ordered it. <laughs> That's almost 100% accurate. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't an embellishment at all. Uh, but here we are. These voices. I gotta like take off my ring. I keep punching the desk. These. It's gonna come through, ladies. Rings off, <laughs> <laughs> ladies, and gentlemen. Yeah. Or babies and gentlemen, as yeah. I like to say. Babies and gentlemen. It's a catchphrase. Babies is not like I'm gonna marry a baby. <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen and everyone else. I can confirm that Tanner just removed his wedding ring. Yeah, I kept hitting it against the desk. It was making a. His, his wedding ring was chafing him. Yeah. <laughs> He's ready to deliver now. Some ha-ha content for you. Right. What we're going to do here, I'm going to give you a top-level view of what happened in this novel. Jack? Yes? My soul mm-hmm. recognizes your soul. Thank you. I'm all in. <laughs> you got me. All right, you went a little too far. Right here in this moment with you. Okay, good. It's a little too far, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe this book for you and for the Baby Nation. I can't wait. I'm going to begin now. I can't wait. Welcome to the Baby Parade, where no rules apply. Welcome to the Baby Parade, where the milk is free as long as you cry for it. Welcome to the Baby Parade, where every day... Is just like the last one. Your guide to this great spectacle of snot and tears is Christy Thomas, queen of babies, master of parades. It was her idea to bring you here, so welcome. Welcome to the baby parade, where screaming will get you everywhere. Welcome to the baby parade, where bedtime is anytime and no time. Welcome to the baby parade, where chaos is the only constant. Now settle back in that stroller and try not to spit up on your shirt because it's time for Christy and the Baby Parade. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing is I know you wanted that to sound really badass and like poetic. Yeah. It sounded like the lyrics to an Insane Clown Posse song. (laughs) I Well, here's what I was channeling. Uh, was the lyrics to a My Chemical Romance. <laughs> so you're not too far off. Yeah. It's a little bit more badass. Yeah. So I guess it's less gross. They have a song called Welcome to the Baby Parade. They don't. <laughs> I know the song you're thinking of. Yeah. It's called Welcome. Oh, wait. Shit. It's called it Welcome called to Wel- the Black Parade. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there you go. That's for the MCR fans in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. 
<laughs> we've made a mistake. Well, I think we've described the book. I think so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely we have. Yeah, we got we got it out. This book was like an absurdist romp. Yeah. Oh my God! It's a it was a romp. That's exactly what it was. It's a satire. It's a grotesque. Yeah, it's a yes. grotesque. Exactly. I wrote down in my notes Hogarth esque. Oh sure. After the 18th century painter Hogarth, of course, who drew sort of grotesque, grotesque parodies. parodies yep. Of, oh, you know him. Of of life, life amongst the amongst urban the poor. Urban poor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wrote that pamphlet about eating. No, that's Swift, though, and you're eating babies. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you got me there. A modest proposal. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that? Is that something that came up for you in this book? A modest proposal? It didn't, but I'm sure we could find something in this text that Great. relates to Taylor Swift's pamphlet, <laughs> A Modest Proposal, mm-hmm. where they eat poor babies. Okay. Good. It's just like you've all heard the hit album, 1889, Yeah, from the hit album 1889 by Taylor Swift. Yeah. Hey, Tanner. Hey, Jack. All right, listen, I've described- you? No. Are you doing good today? I don't know it. I don't know that one. Just made it up. Oh, well, that's why. It's going to be top in the charts. Tanner, I've described this novel for you. That you have. I would like you- to describe this novel for me. It's a little quid pro quo. Okay. Here's how we're going to do that. I'm going to put 60 seconds on a timer. I'm interested. Yep. During those 60 seconds, you're going to tell me and the Baby Nation everything that happened in this book. You are going to tell me and the Baby Nation. Is that satisfying for you? I have no qualms. You're going to tell me and the Baby Nation everything that happened in this book. Are you ready to begin, sir? I believe so. I would like for you... To begin now. The Preziosos mm-hmm. have a new baby, Andrea Prezioso, precious boy. The precious boy is now old enough to finally be babysat. The girls in the babysitter's club all decide to go and take baby care lessons together. They do that. They have a good time. They meet a lot of new clients. They meet a lot of new babies. They get the valuable lessons needed to take care of new babies in infants. 30 seconds. Okay. Um, Oh, God, that really psyched me out. 20 seconds. The Preziosos now have a uh, a twice-a-week meeting where they need Chrissy to come over. There's a baby parade coming to town. Andrea Preziosos dresses like royalty. Queen Andrea. The other girls do old lady who lives in a shoe. It's a disaster. The girls all fight and they compete. And it's a total disaster. And in the end, they make up. Time. (laughs) Oh, that was a hot mess. And it was fun to watch unfold. (laughs) You didn't even talk about the baby parade. I did. You said there was a float. Yeah, well, was a float in, Jack? <laughs> I don't know. You left it up to our audience to fill in those gaps. Well, they're smart. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm leaving a little something off the table so that they can, like, they're interested. They're like, oh, I'm intrigued. Oh, why are they making a float? Tell me more, <laughs> hosts of this podcast that I have to listen to for the next 45 minutes. <laughs> Intrigue me. Yeah, string me along here. Yeah. Sorry you don't know how to make compelling audio, Jack. <laughs> I'm just a float in your baby parade. Gross. (laughs) I'm just a float in your baby parade, and you're just a line in my song. That is MCR. No, that was um, Fall Out Boy. Okay, close enough. (laughs) 
Good. 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 <laughs> Great. This one's for the the millennials out there. Yeah. The teens of the aughts. <laughs> um, there's a baby parade. Yeah, absolutely there is. The babysitters. Yeah. Led by Christy. Yeah. Decide not just to enter babies in the parade, but to create their own float for the parade. Yeah. And it's a catastrophe. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> there's a lot of good old-fashioned baby-on-baby <laughs> fighting. The babysitters make a float. Mm-hmm. They all have different ideas for what the float should be. Right. Christy suggests baseball. Oh, so I have, a, I have a note on this. Okay. And I slightly need your help with this. Okay. I'm pretty sure that each of the six ideas that the babysitters have for the float yeah. are intended by Anne M. Martin to signal the six stages of civilization. <laughs> okay. Well, the first one is baseball. Yeah, that was a tough one for yeah. me. That's the one that I had trouble with. <laughs> I guess hitting things with sticks? Well, so it's basic uh, tool you use. You fucking nailed it. Yeah, basic tools. Well, except the second one is surfing, which is dawn. Sea, seafaring. Well, I oh, see, I had that as crawling out of the sea. That's where I fucked up. Yeah. I, have you never played a civilization game? <laughs> okay, so now we're good. Okay, so the ideas are in order. Baseball by Christie. Right. A surfing theme by Dawn. Okay. A nursery rhyme theme by Marianne. Right. A the city of New York theme. Can, can anybody? I'm just going to hey, guess leave who, it baby out Nation? there for you to guess. We're not even going to say here. It could be anyone. Yeah. It could be any of the fucking babysitters. Right. Someone was like, "My dude's New York." Right. Who could say? Who could say? And then who could say? And then Stacy does diabetes themed, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you've given it away. It was Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a horses theme. Right. <laughs> guess who? Jesse and Mallory. <laughs> And then there's a space theme. Which is a little out there. Yeah. That's Claudia. Right. But so now we have it. Baseball, that's hitting things with sticks, right? Basic tools. Hunter-gatherer, basic tools, Iron Age. Right. Surfing, which is seafaring. Right. Nursery rhyme, which is the oral tradition. Sure. Or or settlements. Okay. You You can settle in one spot, finally. You can have babies. And create nursery rhymes for the children. Sure. Okay. All right, I'm trying to help you get there because nursery rhyme to settlements doesn't immediately go. Okay, it does, but <laughs> it does if you have a vibrant mind. <laughs> okay. The city. Sure. Right? Urban urban settlements. <laughs> Horses, which is travel between towns. Or animal domestication. Animal domestication. And then there's space. Space. Right. Right. So we are currently somewhere between animal domestication and living in space. Yes. That's a big... It's a big jump. That's a big jump. It's a huge jump. I guess the jump from basic tool use to seafaring was also pretty big, though. Probably thousands of years. Yeah, that must have blown people's fucking minds. Probably millions of years. Yeah. Cavemen were using clubs. Yeah. According to popular media. Yeah, or playing baseball in the (laughs) popular... They were throwing rocks at clubs. Yeah, no, exactly. What were we talking about? We're talking about the stages, the stages of, of civilization. civilization, right? And the point here is that this book is a book that is about failure. Okay, it's about the rise and the fall of civilization, but particularly the fall. Yeah, it was one of the few times we've read a Babysitters Club book where it doesn't end in a neat little bow. It's a fucking catastrophe. Nothing good happens to these girls. Yeah, the baby parade that happens is a Hogarthian parody. Yeah. 
of of the decay of civilization, of the excesses of a bloated and rotten society that's falling into the abyss. The float that the girls make is a disaster. What they end up, what are you looking at? You Googling something? You Googling something. Do you want to know what it is? Yes. I want to play a game with you. (laughs) Okay, great. It's called... Great American Novel of the Week, except it's not American, it's not a novel. It's Russian, and it's a manifesto. (laughs) Okay, good. We can do it later if you want. No, I'm completely on board. These girls try to make a baby float. Right. In the baby parade. It's a disaster. They don't work together. They don't communicate. Yeah. They learn a lesson in the end. And the lesson is, we will fail if we don't work together. Right. So, Jack, I want to read you a passage from a book. Okay. The book is either this book, Babysitter's Club, number 45, Christy and the Baby Parade. Okay. Or it is the Communist Manifesto. (laughs) Okay. All right. And you tell me. Whether it is A, Martinian, okay, or B, Marxist. Marxist. Great. Okay? 100% on board. Okay. Here's the quote. Okay. It is high time that communists should openly, in the face of the whole world, publish their views, their aims, their tendencies, and meet this nursery tale of the specter of communism with a manifesto of the party itself. Okay. Now, was that... Anna Martin, or was that Karl Marx? So, nursery tale leads me to think Martin, because there's a lot of nursery rhyme stuff in this. But communist, as a term, makes me think communist manifesto. So that's what I'm going to go with. You're going to go with communist manifesto by Karl Marx? Yeah. Okay, that's right. Okay, good. Here's the second quote. What a disaster. You know, I realized something. A big project like that can't just work without cooperation. (laughs) Right said Don. (laughs) A little give and take. Communication, said Marianne. Working together, added Jesse and Mal. Okay, I said. So at least one good thing came out of this baby parade. We learned an important lesson. The importance of a five-year plan. The importance of... Of teamwork. Working together. Of working together. Right. Towards a common goal. Can I say strongly inspired by the Communist Manifesto? Yeah. But given the mention throughout of various babysitters, uh-huh. a babysitter's club book, specifically Christy and the Baby Parade. Am I wrong? Did I get this wrong? No, that's right. Okay. Oh, I got to make this one a little tougher. Let me let me scan through and find <laughs> a really good quote. Okay, here we go. <laughs> The bourgeoisie, (laughs) wherever it has got the upper hand, has put an end to all babysitting. Uh huh. Claudia has pitilessly torn asunder the motley feudal ties that bound Babysitter's Club Uh to their natural superiors and has left remaining no other nexus between the members of the Babysitter's Club than callous cash payments. That sounds like something Stacy would say at Doosday. Let the ruling classes tremble at the Babysitter's Club revolution. The proletarians have nothing to lose but their chains. They have a world to win. Babysitters of all countries 
unite. That's obviously Babysitter's Club. No. It's the many references of Babysitter. Yeah, no, I tricked you. What I did there was I read a quote from the Communist Manifesto, and I substituted um, communistic and working men for babysitters. (laughs) Well, that's a damn cheat. I don't think it's a cheat. That's not something I would ever do to you during these segments. You had me confused. I was going back and forth. It sounded Martinian, then it sounded Marxist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm deeply looking forward to layering over some rousing communist <laughs> hymns um, over the intro to this. Yeah. Um, well, that's good stuff. I think that has a lot of legs. And a baby parade. What could be more inspiring for the working masses yeah. than a fucking baby parade? Oof. That's scary now that you think about it. Yeah. Is this how they control us? Yeah. They parade our babies out in front of us? <laughs> uh, work on me. All right, well, I feel like you have established fairly successfully that the baby parade is about more than just parading babies around Stony Brook. Right. The baby parade is something that we're all caught up in. It's the... <laughs> okay. It's like the rat race. We're all just babies in a fucking parade, we're all just man. Parading babies. Yeah. You're crying over there. I'm laughing over here. Right. All we want is we want our mommies. We Constantly falling asleep. Falling asleep. Right. Wake up, it's another goddamn day. Dress like a clown. <laughs> Dress like a clown. Sitting on a shoe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's powerful. Point? Um, and I think that this call throughout the book to nursery rhymes yeah. that happens over and over again right. is a way of talking about that. Right. So all the girls pitch their ideas. Right. Mary Ann's nursery rhyme. Yeah. The girls decide, sure. That's what we'll go sure, with. Sure, that seems fine. Marianne's one... Uh, she made that up, right? She made hers up? No, it's a real thing. I looked it up. So Marianne, her suggestion, when St- Stacy, we can reveal now, it was Stacy who says New York. Right. Stacy says, let's do New York. Mal and Jesse say, let's do horses. Misty of Chincoteague. Misty, specifically Misty of Chincoteague, which I feel like we lost on a lot of people. You want to spread a wide net with something like that, a parade float. And it's not- very popular story about a very beautiful horse (laughs) you never read it no i haven't have you read it wow of course i have okay well i'm sorry and i take it all back (laughs) but marianne suggests the three little kittens which is a nursery rhyme i wasn't super familiar with i don't think as anyone baby nation if you are familiar with this nursery rhyme press one (laughs) great she talks about this nursery rhyme that I haven't heard of, that maybe the rest of the world has. You seem not to have heard of it as well, called no. The Three Little Kittens. No, I think she made it up. I looked it up on Wikipedia. It's a real nursery rhyme. Okay. And it's exactly this thing that we've been talking about, the rise and fall of empires. Here's how it goes. I'm not going to read you the rhyme, but I'm going to give you a précis of the rhyme. Read me the rhyme. You want me to read you the rhyme? Why don't I just tell you what happened in the fucking rhyme? Read me the rhyme. All right, well, I'm going to have to Google it then. Show, don't tell, Jack. Okay, I'll read you the fucking rhyme. Now we're just reading. If we're people... both media professionals, you show, you don't tell. I was. Are you sh- a journalist? Are you a Babysitters Club journalist? Or are you a Babysitters Club sensationalist? I was going to Jack. I was going to aggregate the rhyme. Show, don't tell for you. Three little kittens. Hopefully not copyrighted. Three little. See, look. If I Google 
Jack Googles. Not interested. There's not a song for it? No. That's sad. See, if I Google three little, it tries to fill in pigs and then birds. All around you are familiar faces. <laughs> Jack Googles. <laughs> Is that... Yeah. That could be the theme song. That works. All right, I found it. <laughs> That's good, man. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. All right, three little kittens. Okay. These three little fucking kittens lost their fucking mittens. No, they, it doesn't have that many swears in it. I can editorialize. Are you a Babysitter's Club journalist or are you a Babysitter's Club sensationalist, Jack? This is a hot take. Okay. <laughs> now I'm in. These fucking kittens lose their fucking mittens. They begin to cry. Oh, mom, we're bummed out that we lost our fucking mittens. Kit- what? These are kittens. Yeah. Baby cats. Baby cats. Who have mittens. Yeah. They lost them. I don't understand. What? You lost your fucking mittens? This is absurdist. It's surrealism. That's what she says. You lost your mittens. Now you're not going to get any pie. <laughs> I didn't know that was on the table. <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow, meow. Now you shall have no pie, she says. Uh-huh. Uh, three little kittens then... Find their mittens. Yeah. And they begin to cry again. Uh-huh. Oh, mom, guess what? We found our fucking mittens. And then she's like, I, oh, like, p- I like this edgy kind of like Tarantino <laughs> take on this nursery rhyme. <laughs> I'm trying to just not just read a nursery rhyme. <laughs> We've read goddamn like black arts movement poems. And <laughs> listen, it's a short poem. It's interesting. The mom is like, oh, you found your mittens, good news. You good kittens. Uh, we're pleased about that. Uh, now you can have some pie. Okay. Bad news. The fucking kittens, as soon as they eat the pie, oh, mom, dear, we greatly fear that we've fucked up our mittens with this pie now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, what? I feel like this would be so much better as a rhyme. Do you want to just read you the fucking <laughs> Whole poem now from the beginning. All right, I'll read it in rhyme from now on. What? Soiled your mittens, you naughty kittens. Then they began to cry. Meow, meow, meow. Then they began to sigh. I thought it was better when I was doing it. I it just Okay, no, it's fine. I think we were losing something in the translation. <laughs> the three little kittens, they washed their mittens and hung them out to dry. Uh-huh. Should I do a kitten voice for it? Please. Oh, mother dear. No, G- cuter. No. Cuter? The kittens don't know how to pronounce they are, their R's. They oh. say W's instead. Oh, mother dear. Oh, mother dear. Oh, but in that little voice you were doing. Oh, mother dear. No, in the little falsetto oh, voice. Oh, mother dear. Do you not hear that we have washed your mittens? <laughs> Is that good? It's good. <laughs> 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 I've never seen you debase yourself so <laughs> I just felt like I was going, and you just kept kept on going. You're like, no, the camera loves you, man. The camera loves you. <laughs> Keep going. I was caught up in the adulation of it. I love it. <laughs> that was good. And anyway, so they washed the mittens. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the poem ends, they smell a fucking rat. And that's it. That's at the end. Okay. What? You wash your mittens, now you're good kittens, says mom. But I smell a rat. That is not a good poem. (laughs) No, it's not great. And it's an even worse parade float. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a bad idea. That would have been terrible. She just says it because she likes her cat, Tigger. Marianne. You're becoming a real Stacy, Marianne. Bad job, Marianne. You did a bad job. 
Uh-oh. This was a bad float idea. Oh, yeah, right. I lost, the I lost float the idea that they end up on uh-huh. is a nursery rhyme, though. Right. And it's the old woman in the shoe. Right. She eats a fly. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, she'll die. She eats a spider. <laughs> she fly. Oh, no, she might die. Nope. That's not the rhyme for old so. woman in a shoe. I think so. Listen to me. You're going to like this. Okay. So the float that they create. Okay. Tanner. Yeah. Are you going to read me the... I'm going to give you the first line of it. Don't do your Tarantino thing again. I won't do the Tarantino thing. I'll okay. read you the first fucking stanza of it. The flow that they create, Baby Nation, yeah. is themed around the old woman who lived in his shoe. I don't know why they were like, oh, this is the one <laughs> as an idea. It's not that. Because it has a lot of characters. They were looking goes, for a nursery rhyme with many characters. Yeah, and they dressed the babies like clowns. Oh, you know what would have been good? Yeah. For that float? What? The old lady who ate a fly. Oh, that- and each baby dresses like the thing that the old lady ate to take care of the last thing. Too, way too high concept. Oh, okay. For a float. It tells a story, you know? They decide on the old woman in the shoe. Let's not speculate as to their motives. It's a fucking disaster. Do you want me to read for you the first stanza of old woman in the shoe, Tanner? Yeah. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. She gave them some broth without any bread. She whipped them all soundly and put them to bed. She hit them. She abused her children. Yeah. Okay. After feeding them broth yep. with no bread. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> it's been quiet. <laughs> all quiet on the bread theory front. <laughs> but here we are. What yeah. could this mean? I'm going to throw this over to you. She gives them broth without any bread. Then she whips them. Okay. No bread equals mm-hmm. suffering and death. Great. You no take... bread equals suffering and death. Bread equals mm-hmm. pleasure and... I am the bread and I am the life. Life. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to tell the baby nation, just catch them up to speed on, they know. on bread theory? They know. I mean, it's your theory. Yeah, it's really it's it's really something that that oh, born God, out of the great just, brain of so, Tanner. There's so much to say. It's in hard some ways, to really condense it down. In a lot of ways, Baby Nation, these books are about bread, <laughs> um, uh-huh. and that's really all I can say at this time. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> you just talk to your PR person. <laughs> yeah, who's like, uh, give him a give him keep, a no keep comment. Keep tight, just... on this one. <laughs> Okay, good. Well, look for more from that direction, Baby Nation. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, that's all Tanner can say at this time. Right. Tanner, can we have one more question? No. What is it? Okay. Tight lid. Okay. All right. It's a lid. It's a lid. All right. To quote C.J. Craig. (laughs) Yeah. Literally, only C.J. Craig says that. (laughs) No one in the White House has ever said that. Baby Nation, if you're not watching West Wing, yeah. I guess go watch it on Netflix. It's literally yeah. the, the Nation. single greatest TV show ever made. If you don't watch West Wing while listening to My Chemical Romance, right. you're not going to get a lot of what happened in this episode. Were you even alive in the early 2000s, <laughs> Baby Nation? Possibly not. Probably not. Anyway, it's an old woman who lives in a shoe. I looked it up. Um, there's some theory that says that... Uh, the old woman who lived in his shoe is a reference to... Oh, we're done with bread theory? George II's handling of the South Sea bubble. No, we can explore bread theory. The fact that she sends them to bed without any bread is, according to this theory, 
similar to what George II did by having financial austerity after the crisis of the South Sea bubble in the 18th century. So, you know, do with that as you please. I'm still mulling it over. (laughs) I'm unpacking it. Yeah, good. Maybe it's about overpopulation? I have a cure for that. What? Eat the babies. (laughs) All right, well, here we go back to Jonathan Swift, (laughs) a modest proposal. Yeah. Summary for people who may not be familiar with a modest proposal? It's very short. Just go read it. Yeah. The modest proposal is eat the babies. In fact, is it even eat the babies? It's eat the homeless. I think it's eat the babies of the poor. Yeah. We can look it up. The tenderest. Eat the tenderest. Yeah. Boil some babies is what Jonathan Swift says in a modest proposal. Right. And obviously there is resonance. Yep. (laughs) Obviously there is resonance in this text. About a baby parade. Jack. Yeah. There is mm-hmm. an exciting new opportunity at the Babysitter's Club. Okay. There's a new role. Yeah? There's a new officer position. Wait. Did it, you not catch this? Is it infant specialist? No. What is it? I'll read you the quote. Okay. Claudia is the vice president. She doesn't exactly have a job to do, but she's vice president for a few good reasons. First of all, we meet in her bedroom. Why? Because she's the only one who has her own phone. And her own private line. Claudia also might be referred to as the refreshment officer. Oh, yeah. If there is such a thing. And I think by saying Claudia is a refreshment officer, Christy has made it a thing. She can't be RO and VP at the same time. I think she could. Can you imagine a fucking company that has an RO who's also the VP? Do you feel like a role play to you, man? (laughs) Uh, I I guess, sure. It kind of does to me. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I'm going to be... Yeah, let's dive in. (laughs) Let's dive right in. I'm going to be Goliath Hardbody, Mm -hmm. the CEO of Cinertech. Cinertech. I don't think that's what he's the CEO of. No, I think that was um, Hardbody Industries. Hardbody Industries. Cinertech is his competitor. I want you to be... Mark Markson. I can't remember. Rich Richson. Oh, okay. My Rich Richens actually the CEO of the other company. Following the merger, uh huh. I want you to be my newly appointed vice president. Okay. 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 So are we in it now? Yeah. Listen, uh, Goliath. Uh, normally, I speak first in a meeting. Of course. I, I, that, this is exactly what I want to talk about too. Great. Okay, Rich, go ahead. Obviously, you absorbed my company, Center Tech. Fine with that. Yeah. But I really appreciate that you've given me such a big role here yeah you know i feel like it would have been so easy for you to diminish me Mm -hmm. and push me aside but you've really brought me on as a trusted confidant absolutely as vp of hard body hard body industries yeah and that's what we do here we're not here to push people down no we are here to raise people up absolutely not and i feel a lot of trust i feel a lot of respect coming from you i think giving me the title of vp Mm-hmm. It's very meaningful. Yeah. It conveys this, this. I'll say it, love. It's trust and it's love. At Hard Body Industries, we love babies, first and foremost. We love babies and babysitting. I have a suggestion. Yep. Just because you're so open with this, I say we turn this into a partnership. Okay. Hard Body and... Richson? Richson. It really doesn't roll off the tongue. I think it's good. Hard Body and Richson. Richson You know what, Hard Rich? Body. You're my VP. Yeah. And your ideas. Oh, and I'm just, you know what? You keep me so busy. Yeah. There's nothing 
else I could take on. Well, right that's now. actually I'm working eighty hours a week. I never oh. see my wife. I never see my kids. Well, ri- but I'm willing to sacrifice those relationships for this company, Richson and Hardbody. Okay, listen. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the name later. We've got a meeting on the schedule for rebranding. We're gonna have to make it really quick. As I said, I'm okay. So busy. But listen, this has raised a serious issue for me. Because I need you to take on another role that I can give to no one else in this company. I need my best guy on it. Are you demoting me? No. I want you to stay VP. I want you to take on Perfect. another. Oh, my God. It's so good of you to say that. I'm so busy as the of VP course. of this company. But I need you to take on another title. Yeah. Do you have room to take on Two a second titles. title? Yeah. Listen, I'm the CEO and I'm the president. I do both of those things and I do them well. Okay. Listen, tell me now before I move ahead with this, because I've already talked to the board. If you only have time to be VP, then I understand that. This is (laughs) C-level. It's R-level. R-level. Yeah. This isn't C-level. This is an R-level role. I'm not even sure I've heard of that. Well. Tell me more about the role. Okay. (laughs) I'm very interested. Sir? Yeah. I'm very interested. You accept the role. You say it's R-level? It's R-level. I accept. Okay. I need you to go get me some fucking ho-hos. Because you are our new refreshment officer. Sir? <laughs> yeah. I did not know that my heart had this capacity <laughs> for love and respect for another human being. But you have proven me wrong today, sir. You're welcome. I am vice president of Goliath Hardbody Industries. Hardbody Industries. And <laughs> Sorry, Rich. I keep forgetting the name of the company that just hired me. Rich, let yeah. me tell you. It's not just because you have a phone in your room. Okay. It's because of your talents. My talents of hiding <laughs> your junk food. ability. Kind of around the office. You're our VP and you are our newest refreshment officer. Hey, uh, well, the other day I was uh, down in the conference room and uh, Jenny said, Hey, uh, Rich, can you hand me that binder with our tax returns for 2015? <laughs> and I handed her to her. She opened it up. You know what's in there? Cheez Its. <laughs> You're going to fit in well here, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome aboard. All right. And scene. And scene. <laughs> Woo! We're back, Baby Nation. It's Tanner and Jack again. Ugh. Yeah, you can tell because we're doing our regular voices instead our of our non-manly our voices. Man voices. <laughs> <laughs> that felt good, man, to get back into the old... Uh, back into the, the corporate scene. Back into the old corporate espionage that goes on behind the scenes here. A-B-R. Always be refreshing. <laughs> Always be refreshing. That's good, man. Why didn't you say that while we were doing a fucking role play? It just hit me. It just hit me. <laughs> All right. Well, look. We talked about nursery rhymes. We talked. About, I talked about the South Sea bubble. I didn't think I was going to get that in. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm, I, I hope you cut it. I got it in. I um, got it in. Can we talk about headfirst networking? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Let's do it. These girls go to learn headfirst networking yeah. by going to a class. Well, they learn how to take care of newborns. Mm-hmm. And while there, they meet a lot of new mothers and fathers, which they, they get money signs in their eyes. Oh, they're yeah. They're like, ah, Oh, yeah. And this is fertile ground. Yeah. A million like new babies. All of these motherfuckers either have babies or are about to have babies. Right. Yeah. And they know that these babysitters all have infant care yeah. on their resumes. Yeah. Oh, they get so many leads out of this. Right. Yeah. That's it for head first marketing. That's it. That was head first networking. Yeah. I don't actually know what head first networking is. It's but that sounds like what you think it is. I know it's a thing. 
Yeah. And I think that's it. That's good. I feel like you're ready to ink your book deal for your business book. <laughs> I've learned a lot from <laughs> Ms. Anne M. Martin yeah. over the years. In Christie and the Baby Parade, the babysitters do something that sounds like what I think headfirst networking is. <laughs> That's pretty good. I didn't look I it up. I guarantee you, you could write and sell a million copies of a book called Head First Networking According to Babysitters. Dude, that's good. It's like chicken soup for the soul. Everyone would eat that up. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Anne. Anne. We're formally asking for your permission. Yes. Now here on the podcast. We Send know us. you listen. Yeah. Scholastic Lawyers, we know you listen too. Yep. I guess we'll need your permission as well. We're going to write a book called... Head first networking according to babysitters, mm-hmm. and it's going to be based on the lessons of the Babysitters Club books. Yeah. If you are okay with that, press one. And if you're okay with that, refuse to acknowledge our existence <laughs> and refuse to correspond with us whatsoever. Yeah. If you're not okay with that, yeah. Send us a quick note saying, uh, I'm not send sure. Send us a if quick note saying you're willing to come on the show. Yeah. yeah. And chat with us just very briefly. Just to, just to kind of talk it through. Obviously, with the 12. Your 12 book, lawyers are. Yeah. One. Yeah. We'll need a lawyer. Yeah, we'll need to get a lawyer. Probably. Yeah. Well, that's it, huh? I'm going to head home. Yeah, I'll see you later. Um. Oh, before we close out. Yeah, I do have a few more notes. Okay. Thank you for asking. Karen and Andrew. Okay. Have two goldfish. With strange names. They don't have strange names. Mm -hmm. They have excellent names. (laughs) Their names are Goldfishy. Uh Uh-huh. Very good. Very good. And then I'm going to venture that this is even better. Yeah. Crystal Light the second. <laughs> Crystal Light the second is fucking such brilliant. a good name for a goldfish, <laughs> and it's such a moment of time. Yeah, is it? It's not a thing anymore, right? I think it's gone. Is it even a thing? It's yeah. not even sold anymore. I don't want to do a '90s nostalgia thing necessarily. Okay, but you're in the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know the premise of the show, right? <laughs> I don't want to go a second layer deep of yeah. 90s nostalgia. That's right. not what we're about here. We're about babysitting. I love it. Crystal Light the second. Karen Brewer, hats off to you. Like, if you had a pet now and you had to give it a quintessentially January 2017 name, <laughs> what would you name it? I guess, like... It would be, like... Bottle Flip Dab. <laughs> <laughs> Goldfish. That was good, yeah. <laughs> The new Frank Ocean. <laughs> yeah. <good. laughs> yeah. New Frank Ocean album, The Goldfish. Yeah. All right. There you go. We got it out there. Um, I was going to ask you a I question. I had the Ken. same question. Okay. Who is Eleanor Marshall? Oh, okay. Uh, Baby Nation. Yeah. Anne is trying to slip the wool over our eyes. Yeah. She's like, oh, the Marshall's called. But then she had the gall to be like, you remember the Marshall's, right? No. Christy was like... You may not remember the Marshalls, but they were one of our earliest charges when we started the Babysitter's Club. Anne. 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 I have been on this journey with you for 47 weeks now. Mm -hmm. Don't you dare tell me that the Marshalls were ever a thing. How dare you, Anne? You think I'm a child, Anne? I'm not in your fucking baby parade, Anne. I'm not going to believe just whatever you tell me, Anne. I see the unwritten text between the lines. Right. And here's what they say about Eleanor Marshall in this book, Tanner. What about Laura and Gabby Perkins, asked Marianne. They'd love to be in the parade, I bet. 
So would Eleanor Marshall, added Don. I sat for her the other day. I think she is a total dog. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. You yep. think so? Don thinks so. Oh, boy. Yeah, she's one of these parasites. She's one of these fringe shadow characters yeah. who, who has inserted themselves into Anne's story. Yeah. This is why Anne didn't know about her. Yeah, she Anne never knew. Anne doesn't put these fucking characters in the book. No. They get in there. They get in there. Yeah. So, Anne, I'm sorry for all the nasty things we said about you. No, we're now we're as we're as frightened as you are, Anne. <laughs> yeah. And could you hold us? Yeah. <laughs> Again, if you can, <laughs> if you can hold us, don't correspond with us whatsoever. Right. Don't just and if you can't, yeah, come on the show. Come on the show. Yep. Just let us know why. Give us a, an idea about your boundaries, and we'll respect them. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be that. That'll be that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. The other thing about the Marshalls, Tanner, yeah, that's creepy as fuck. Right. There's two Marshalls, Eleanor, who is a total doll. Right. And Nina, who has an imaginary friend at school called Jimmy Tony. Jimmy Tony, yeah. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, they're weird people. That's all we know about Nina. She's like, I have a friend whose name is Jimmy Tony. <laughs> oh. Can I tell you something? Please. There's a third Marshall. Really? Yeah. There's Eleanor Marshall. Yeah. There's Nina Marshall. Right. And there's the Grand Marshal of the Baby Parade. <gasps> Slim Peabody. Slim fucking Peabody. Right. Yeah. He's this, I don't, howdy doody type character. Christy Thomas's mom yeah. gets super excited that Slim Peabody is going to be the Grand Marshal. Right. As does Watson. Because, so I guess this is like something that like... Yeah. 40 year olds respond to yeah he was You're like, almost 40 hey let's not is this something is this a reference you get slim peabody <laughs> do you know it or uh slim peabody as far as we know from this novel right is one of watson and mrs thomas childhood heroes childhood heroes right and he's a cowboy singer songwriter that is my <gasps> Fuck, it's mine too. <laughs> All I was going to say is my burn of the week is literally just that slim Peabody. Ended up being the Grand Marshal of the Baby Parade. <laughs> it was a burn by Ann Martin oh, on this poor fucking asshole. I can deepen that. <laughs> I can dig so much deeper in that well. Yeah. It's that. It's this. You want to know what's even sadder than this, this... washed-up yeah. cowboy character mm-hmm. being the grand marshal of the baby parade? Yeah, is afterwards during the awards ceremony, he goes up to uh, vamp while they're tallying the results, and he sings some dumb, boring cowboy song, and all the babysitter club members are like, "This is the worst. I hate this. Yeah. I just want to go." Yeah. Thank you so much, Mister Peabody," said the mayor. "Call me Slim," said Slim. Let's give Slim a big Stony Brook hand, said the judge, turning to the audience. I think everybody applauded as enthusiastically as they could because they were hoping Slim's show was really over. I know that's why I was clapping. (laughs) How about an encore? (laughs) I heard Slim ask the judge. He was close enough to the mic so we all heard it. I held my breath. I... I think these folks are eager to hear about the winners, Mr. Slim. 
<laughs> said the judge. Slim waved and headed off the stage. And that's almost certainly the last time we'll ever hear about it. <laughs> yeah. And now he's just this sad sack. He just doesn't understand this world. Ugh. All he wants to do is entertain kids and play music. And this is a world of crystal light and max headroom. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Oh, it's a bummer. And he probably also was like, literally, what the fuck is this float that has this like weird amorphous shoe blob and like seven babies dressed as clowns? And like, and (laughs) fucking Claudia writes signs for it. They're like, uh oh, no one's going to know what this is. This looks really bad. It looks like a bunch of clown babies running around (laughs) on a lump. (laughs) On a lump. And so Claudia's like, I'll write signs. And no one sees the problem with that. Right. I would have immediately seen the problem. I would have been like, uh-uh, Claudia, there's no way you're doing it. There's two people who I wouldn't have trusted with that. <laughs> the first is Stacy, because she would have just written, I love New York. <laughs> on both signs and hung them on either side of the plot. Yeah, yeah. And the second is Claudia. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it looked great, because like, she's a fucking artist. Claudia went out of her way to misspell these things. Yeah. These are basic words. <laughs> she misspelled, like, old. And that's also Baby Nation. Why communism collapsed. <laughs> That's why we have America and American values. Yeah. And democracy. Right. God, this has been a real journey. Oof. But there you go. This was a book about failure. It was about the decline and fall of civilization. It's a book about outliving your legacies. God, it's a book Jack, about... Is that us now? It's a book about being too old to understand what Chris Light or <laughs> Max Headroom or bottle flipping or dabbing is <laughs> well, baby nation true story i had to explain dabbing to jack at lunch today well and at least i'm asking pertinent questions about it hey you're trying to stay young you're trying to stay relevant <laughs> okay. dab for me right now <laughs> you did such a bad job baby nation i fucking did it didn't i i just like buried my my face in my elbow. He's floundering, baby nation. He's so bad at it. Uh, You're a real slim Peabody type. <laughs> uh, and that is my tearful moment. <laughs> I didn't have one. No, neither did I. All right. Hey, listen. Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. All right. Willing and able. <laughs> baby nation, this week, I have been Jack Shepard. I just do it. Though. Have been Tanner Greenring. Okay, this week. I just feel like we want to have this parallel. week. Let's do it with parallel construction. That's all I ask. We can do it any way you want, as long as it has parallel construction. I this week have been Jack Shepard. I've been Tanner Greenring this week. <laughs> do you understand what parallel construction is? I won't let you have your <laughs> satisfaction. You know what, Baby Nation, this week both of us have been Tanner Greenring and Jack Shepard. I'll yep. let you determine which one of us and each this of us week, has been. Jack and I have been Tanner Greenring and Jack Shepard. And that's for you to decide who's been who this week. I've been Tanner Greenring. And I've been Jack Shepard. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and what we read was a book called Christie and the Baby Parade. Next week we're reading a book. Uh oh. This one's called Marianne, Mrs. Logan. That must be a typo. Mrs. Logan. They're getting married. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sounds like Marianne, Mrs. Logan. 
next week, Tanner. Sounds like Marianne is Mrs. Logan. <laughs> Uh, baby nation good night claudia is wearing a bra now the way she talks you think the boys had just been Hi, hi, and welcome to episode two of Mic Check, our hit sub-podcast, <laughs> where we check in on our favorite mics. Mic Check with yeah. Jack and Tanner. This week, we're going to be talking about some mics that Uh-oh. you may not expect. Yeah. Let me ask you a few mic questions. Okay. Uh, what is Michael Crabtree, the receiver for the San Francisco 49ers, in 2009 yeah doing these days you know what's weird what crabtree farmer (laughs) he grows crabtrees oh wait really yeah now he's retired from football (laughs) and he grows crabtrees what are the odds i want to talk about my favorite mike yeah mike shell obama (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think that's a mic. I think so. Mike Shell Obama. Right. I mean, m- most people have only ever seen it written. Right. So we will never know. No, it's Mike Shell Obama. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's so strong. Yep. Great first lady. Yep. You know what I say? What? Mike Shell Obama 2020. Yeah. Hey, you heard it here first, Baby Nation. Yeah. All right. All right. Ah, it's going to be a hit new <laughs> sub-podcast. <laughs>